This is an ABC podcast. Look who's back in the house. Click back in the back. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that was the song. Well, we were singing different <laughs> songs. <laughs> we were singing completely different songs. I was doing RuPaul's, but anyway. I don't know what I was doing. Look who's back in the house for real. D Salmon. Oh my God. I've missed you all. <sighs> we have two. I'm back and I'm so excited to screw your cork. Oh. Pretzel your dip. Oh. Churn your butter. Hi, yeah. Pinball your wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Snow your angel. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it has gone fully filth in here. I've been waiting for this. I'm I've so been happy. holding it in for so long doing breakfast. Oh my God, no, totally. Like you had to be full G, maybe PG. Mm, there were moments of PG, but mm. most of it was G rated. So I'm like ready. I've been holding this in, this energy. All right, unleash the beast. What are we doing today? Sex positions. Yeah. I named a few then, if you didn't clock on. Yeah. But I feel like there are so many names, right? Like, they're so complicated. I have no idea what any of them mean. Like, pretzel dip. What is going on there? I couldn't tell you. I need to look it up. Corkscrew. Um, again, not sure. Butter channel. I do have a visual for this in mind. The person who has the hole... <laughs> Is upside down, right? They're like kind of doing a handstand, and then the person who is penetrating, um, they like stand over them and they like lower their That's what penis I mean. or toy into them yeah. like they're fucking churning butter. This it's too complicated. And there was one recently on Love Island, right? What was it? Broken Eagle. Oh yeah. What's that? What's your favorite sex position? There's a question. Oh wow! Just straight in there, just like that. Um, Broken Eagle for sure. The what? Broken Eagle. I remember messaging you when we were watching this and I was like, Pip, explain this to me. What the fuck is the Broken Eagle? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. And we also heard the oyster. My favourite sex position would be, um, I think it's called like an oyster, something oyster. So your legs are like up in the air. Mine yeah. specifically, yeah. Okay. Yours definitely. <laughs> oh, up in the air. I mean, like my head's poking through your legs sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Okay, that just sounds like missionary, right? Yeah, I had a completely different image in mind on this one. I thought, personally, the oyster, now I'm going to get creative, stay with me on this, is when somebody jerks off and then they blow a load into somebody's hole, whatever hole that may be, and then that person who's just jerked off goes down to the hole and goes, like you would slurp an oyster. You did not. Yeah. You did not. That's just what I thought when he said oyster. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, sounds right. You know, and it's salty of the ocean. You get it? <laughs> you should be writing the manual for sex positions. Maybe I should. I'm much more creative than Old Maid on Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, clearly we don't know what any of them are. I feel like a lot of people listening won't either. So we do need a refresh on what they are, some of the best moves that you can do in the bedroom. And that's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be a full-on masterclass. If you're a beginner, you're just starting to have sex for the first time, we'll go over some of the most popular positions. And for everyone, not just P&V, but if you're a pro and you're into some of the more twisty, bendy kind of shit, we've got some new moves for you, some hot tips to spice it up as well. Plus, if you're not flexible or you're more of like a pillow princess, we got you. 
So all the topics that we chat to you about on the podcast, we kind of road test them on our Instagram. So if you're not following us there, get on it. It's at Triple J, The Hookup. And we asked you about your favorite sex positions. And Dee, we had so many responses. You had so much to say. And there were some surprising ones in there too, like missionary. Wait, were you actually surprised by that? I don't know. I just thought that like people weren't going to rate it as much because it's just so vanilla. And I'm not bagging it at all. Like I love missionary. It's great. But I just kind of thought it had that reputation. So I didn't think people would love it so much. That's why I kind of thought it would come out on top as the number one. But it didn't. I was like, oh, missionary. 100% going to be the most popular sex position. Yeah. But it wasn't. Well, that's interesting. Which we'll get to soon. Yeah. That actually does make sense. When you think about it, like, I think about the time that I was starting to have sex for the very first time and I lost my virginity. I was definitely not doing anything fancy. I was just straight missionary, which is kind of scary in itself, Dee, because then you have like the intimacy and you're like locking eyes with that person. And it's just like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I close my eyes? Do I show that I'm like passionate in my face or am I like, it was so stressful and awkward. You're like the, where do you look? Yeah. (laughs) It's so hectic. It's really intimate. Yeah, but that's what like a lot of listeners said about why they loved missionary was that intimacy, that eye contact. And sexologist Lauren French also backs this. She said it gets a bad rep, but it is a classic. It's a very like people like, oh, so boring and this sort of thing. But it's a really great position for intimacy. It's a really great position. And you can change up depth with missionary by just like putting some pillows under whoever's on the bottom's like butt and really like raising it, which can really you know change penetration level amazingly but like you get good access to the clit if you need you you can get a toy in there at the same time like the missionary i think gets a a very bad rap missionary is a bit harder for same-sex men it's not impossible but if you kind of think about what the location of the anus is the legs have to kind of go up and again, if you're not that flexible. Yeah, that's sex therapist Christopher Brett Renez. He's an expert on queer male identifying sex. And yeah, as you just heard, he reckons that missionary is a bit more of a tricky position for pain on pain action. I mean, if you have tight hamstrings. Don't we all? <laughs> By the way, when talking about gay sex, uh, gay guys tend to use labels to describe their sexual preferences, which is kind of key to what positions they like. You've probably come across them on social media or apps like Grindr. But if you're not familiar, here's Chris to explain. So the top is the insertive person. So that would be the person fucking and the bottom is the receptive. And now there's a new one that's been added recently called side. I I think side's a brilliant addition to it because I know so many friends and clients who would identify that. And that's people who aren't really into anal sex. And often probably some of the misnomers about top bottom or or even verse and verse being you kind of um, happy to try either or but with the top and bottom labels is people think oh it's setting concrete I've got to be this it's like nah you don't have to be stuck with the label okay so I told you before that you listening voted for the most popular your favorite sex position wasn't missionary it was doggy woof On your knees and your hands from behind. Yes. Like a dog. Like a dog. Yeah. Are you surprised by that? Um, no. No, I don't think so. Mm. Can't think of anything else that would be a front runner other than missionary. Well, 
Here's Lauren again. And yeah, she wasn't surprised by it either. For two reasons. One, it's a great, also a great position. It's very pleasurable. Just like I said, with kind of the missionary, you get access to clit, not as much intimacy with eye contact, but like, you know, you can get a lot of body stimulation. But I'm also not super surprised because when we think about things like a lot of pornography and that sort of stuff, doggies throughout there completely. So it doesn't surprise me that it's a good like go-to position. It's a something that'll be in a lot of people's sexual scripts when you picture sex it's like a very classic position doggy does seem to be the classic and the stable of um same-sex sex so is it the best position for orgasm it probably is but who's a, a good um position for and i would probably say most of the time it's probably going to be the top where what actually gets the bottom off might be a very different experience that kind of surprises me me too i actually kind of thought it would be better for the bottom because of the P spot. You hate me saying that. <laughs> I hate it. It's the, the prostate. The prostate. Yeah. But I mean each to their own, I guess. Um Because yeah. because Lauren reckons if you're going for P and V sex, it is the best position for deep penetration. And she also even had a tip on how to get deeper. Head down, butt up position and like maybe pro- like propped up with a pillow, you're probably looking at your deepest. You know I'm a lazy bitch. I do. You know that I'm a pillow princess at the best of times. This is why I would probably say that this is my favourite. Spooning. It's easy. It works if you're really lazy. It's a good morning position where you just woke up and you're like, what's going on? And Lauren reckons it's even great for intimacy. When we talk intimacy, a lot of people go straight to eye contact which is a great one for intimacy. So things like missionary, things like cowgirl. But I also think things when you're like, you just feel very close to the other person's body. So like spooning can be a super intimate one when you feel like you're kind of touching the person's whole body and like there's like head to toe physical connection. I think that's a really big driver of intimacy. So obviously you've got both people lying on their sides, one person behind. I think a lot of spooning is often like either in the kind of bent leg position or one leg's kind of up a little bit for the person in front to give a little bit of access great great morning position like a rollover wake up have a bit of sex do a little bit of spooning how can we forget though cowgirl yeah yeah i'm reverse cowgirl oh oh yeah if we're talking again male female partner you've got a male lying on the bottom you've got instant and reverse cowgirl so you've got the lovely lady facing back facing towards the feet which i always find slightly like personally staring at feet while having sex isn't my super thing but I understand where people are coming from with it and I understand from the other person's perspective because it's a really great butt shot really can be like on feet or knees I feel crouch feet if you want a lot more I was gonna say like momentum on your pound and then like knees if you're wanting more of the backwards forward kind of grind action did you know that there's a cowboy no yeah so wait how do you I mean if we're talking like hetero yeah the guy just sits on top, like with his legs bent, and it's kind of the same as cowgirl, but it's a cowboy. Oh my god, that's actually kind of cute, right? I like the role reversal, the power, the reversal. power change. I like it too. Yeah, that's hot. I've never ever thought of that. Neither have I. Normalized cowboy. Another great position, which is kind of similar to those ones and missionary and stuff, is what we call a cat position like a CAT, which is a clitoral alignment technique. And it's a way that like the clit is against the pelvic bone of the person. 
And when you're having sex and kind of grinding, it means that that's giving you clitoral stimulation at the same time. Wait, hold on. Is this the knee trick, but different? Like using a pelvis to grind. So the knee trick from what we've seen on TikTok is basically where somebody is making out with you and the the person with the clit is lying down Mm. and then another person lays on top of them and they kind of like use their knee against the clit while they're like making out with you and it's kind of like stimulating. So it sounds like a similar thing, but with a technical term for it, clitoral alignment technique, Yeah, but using a hip bone instead. Well, I just thought it was pretty much anything that involves grinding, right? Because you could get this position from sitting on, really sitting and hugging each other and sitting on top. Yes, you could. But then you can also get that stimulation from scissoring too. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, but for P&V scissoring, Lauren did say that it does sound like a lot of work. I'm like, it's a lot of ab. Like it's a, it's a lot of ab and lower like crunching thrusts, I feel. And we obviously, when it comes to scissoring, need to talk about V on V action. Yeah. And Naomi Hutchings, who's a sexologist, basically says, you know, that is a huge stereotype for queer women, but a lot of people do be loving it. I'm queer. We all talk about this. But, yeah, lots of people absolutely love it because it's it's rubbing, basically. And depending on, look, if you are struggling with flexibility, depending on how it is that you can get in there. But for a lot of people, the rubbing is, is they, they really love that. It's a lovely way for them to um, experience sexual pleasure and, and orgasm. So, yeah, it's not necessarily the, go- the go-to, but it absolutely happens. 69. Loves it. You! Uh, of course. I once said to someone who asked to do it, I was like, it is a privilege to look at my face. <laughs> so, no, we will not be doing 65. I'm dead! <laughs> of course you would say that. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I mean, like, I like it. It's not my favourite because there's just, like, so much effort in holding yourself up. Um, there's just too much going on I just yeah no and I like I'm not bagging it out I know that some people like it okay you but you're right it does have a reputation because every anytime the hottest 100 rolls around and someone gets 69 it's always like heh nice <laughs> like every time nice I don't don't know why we think it's like an old school one I think it's a still something that's clearly used a lot um, so obviously 69ing when we're talking about giving oral sex, so giving oral sex at the exact same time, uh, so going down on each other, so it kind of creates that 6-9 kind of shape. My only thing with 69ing is height plays a factor. And if you've got a very tall partner or a very short, short partner, 69ing becomes very problematic because doing it at the same time is just like, it's just torso length. And I've definitely been in positions for where it's like, oh, 69, this is a great sexy idea. Let's do it. And you can't read. I have had this exact issue. Oh, my God. I feel so seen uh, where somebody had just way too long of a torso and it was just not working. That's so funny. Um, Nori's actually got a solution for this, though, because she reckons you can just lie on your side. Yes. I suppose when people think of 69, they often will see people sort of over each other on all fours kind of thing, um, which is a little bit more vigorous, I suppose. So, yeah, it's more, it's just laying on your side, a little bit like spooning, which is another probably something you may have heard of as well in, when you read some of the stuff around different positions. But it, it, it's, it's just you're still at the each end, but you're laying there in between the legs without the kind of, you know, over overarching sort of a bit 
more vigorous play. So yes, that's a very common common thing. It's just more gentler. Um, yeah, you know, and sometimes people have sore body parts or that, as you said, they're tired. And so that can be a little more comfortable. Oh, I'm loving the side 69. I feel like that works for lazy people like me. <laughs> also like vulva on vulva action. Cause then you're like, it's all about oral most of the time. So that way you're both kind of getting each other off at the same time. Okay. So another sex position that a lot of, um, you listening, do and messaged us about on our Instagram, prone boning. I had to Google it. Like, what is that? <laughs> Same. I didn't know. And turns out it's actually a little bit of a favorite. So that's the, okay. So that's like the lying down one, right? Yeah. Well, you're on your stomach lying down and then somebody is entering you from behind. So you're, and you've got your legs together kind of thing. Mm. So you've kind of got all that like thigh squished up, butt squished up while they're going inside yeah lauren reckons that the legs together have like a lot of advantages but then also a few disadvantages as well legs together can give a lot of like i don't know if if anyone's ever been like masturbating or having sex and you put your legs close together can increase a lot of sensations but it does also decrease like movement ability and like do you move your head how do you breathe i'm just thinking of a head in a pillow while you're like you're just like getting plowed into being kind of like trying to find an air pocket in your bed I feel like when you Google and look up sex positions, everyone always wants to know what is the best position for orgasm. So what's Lauren got to say about this? First thing my thing is like achieving orgasm through penetration is very rare and very hard to achieve. If you can't do it, you are not alone. You are in the majority. And also your orgasm doesn't have to be at the same time as your partner's and it doesn't have to be during penetration. In saying this, um, if we're wanting to, that you need clitoral stimulation and you need time. This is the other thing. If we're trying to have penetrative sex for like five minutes and that's it, that's all That's all we've got, then we're going to need a lot of foreplay and getting very close to an orgasm before we start having penetration. And then consistency. Pick your one position. If it's the Eagle, Pile, Amazon, like whatever the names are, pick one, stick with it, do clitoral stimulation, either with finger, either with toy, um, and keep consistent with it. And that's going to get, don't try to change it all up and all the sort of things because that's important. Yeah. And like we said before, oral is going to be a huge thing for queer women or for all women, really. Anyone with a vulva when it comes to having an orgasm. There are obviously other ways as well, but we know that mouth on the vulva tends to be the one that gets people to the orgasm the most, but also using fingers or um, rubbing um, around the vulva as well. And for gay guys, Chris had a lot to say about having a conversation and talking to your partner about what they like, but I feel like that works for pretty much anyone having sex. What gay guys will say to me is they they know how to get pleasure out of a penis because they've got one and they know how it works. So when they're playing with a, a, another male partner, it's kind of like, I know how this works. I know, I'm a familiar with this. But again, kind of going, the, the sort of the theme I'm seeing to be saying is, not everybody is the same. Some people may enjoy receiving oral, others might not. Some might be like getting rimmed, others might not. Listen and sort of um, talk to your partner. Okay, if you've been listening this whole time and you're like, fuck off, damn Pip. <laughs> I already know all of this. I've got the bloody butter churner down pat. Ah, 
I've got the prone boning. I've got the doggy. I've been doing all of it. I am the pinball wizard. (laughs) I've had enough. Give me something good. Give me something else. Give me something to spice it up. Lauren has some uh, great advice if you want to try something new. Well, if you're going to spice up and do something new, firstly, understand that it's going to be a playful experience. Don't try and make it like we're going to do something new and it's the most serious, sexy, like full on thing. It's going to be playful because you're going to slip. You're going to queef. Something's going to happen and like it's going to be funny. So like have that as part of it. Yeah. And in doing that, you know, don't try to do like four new things all at once. So like a lot of people go, I want to spice things up. So I'm going to get a toy. We're going to do a new position. It's going to be in the shower and it's going to be during the day. And I'm like, well, that's just a great recipe for falling over and rolling an ankle. So pick one, pick one fun new thing you want to try. Warn your partner about it before you go to do it so that they have prep time and maybe suggestions. Like the fact that shower isn't the best place because water isn't a lubricant and slippage and, you know, and then kind of plan it out from there. But don't try and reinvent the entire wheel. Just like add a little bit of new something to it. Don't forget that Mitchell Maz can be very hot. I'm such an advocate for that. I don't you, think people you, do it enough. Ah, people you talk do not about do it enough. all the time. It's so good. Because you know you, they know them. It's like having a porno in your room. Just sitting on the bed, just getting it off by yourself, but watching each other. That's hot. Yeah. Also, play around with pillows, wedges. Someone said that they had a sex stool. Yeah, a listener messaged and was like, I bought a sex stool. Obsessed. There's so many different ways that you can like spice things up by like moving things around and trying different things and using props, you know? Yeah, we need to give props to the props. Also, move out of the bedroom. Car sex. Pool sex. Do it in your housemate's room sex. Jacuzzi sex. In your mum's car. Why is all mine water? Why is all mine invading other people's personal space and disrespecting their property? We're not saying public sex, but, you know, that's also what some people are into. Yeah, so like Chris says, find different places around the house. Up against the wall, shower is really common. Um, Probably oral on, on knees, but it's really go with the flow. Read the room. See what your partner's feeling. Obviously, we didn't cover all the positions. We missed a lot. Look, we'd be here for hours if we were trying to do every single one, but we tried to get a good scope of all of them. And obviously, it can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming when (laughs) you just hear people talking about all these different angles, like Snow Angel, Butter Channel, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of freaks me out a bit. But also, just remember that, like, you're probably already doing all these positions. Yeah. Like, sex is about just being in the moment, having fun, trying new things. And it should be less about like, okay, quickly, let's like get on to this position to do like whatever position. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep it organic, make it flow naturally. And also we were throwing all these names at the experts and they were like, what? And then we explained it and they're like, oh, that's what I think a reach around is or something else. So you've probably done it. It's less about the positions and more about like you having fun, enjoying yourself. And also not necessarily getting to orgasm every time we spoke about the best position for orgasm but like sometimes it's about the journey not the destination yeah and having that eye contact if that's what you're into not me though (laughs) i'm avoiding eye contact (laughs) scary you know how it works uh if there's ever anything that you want us to chat about you can shoot us a message on our instagram at triple j the hookup and you can email us if you're not on the gram the hookup at abc.net.au we love you. And tell us how you go with these positions. Yeah. And if you can do the snow angel, hit me up. 
I'll be monitoring those DMs and emails. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.